So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. My goodness, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I get the incredible privilege of meeting so amazing, amazing and successful entrepreneurs like the gentleman you are about to meet. That's right. Mr. Dan Barley is in the house. He's coming on very, very soon. But real quick, right before we bring him on the Mind Body Business Show, for those of you that may not be aware, this is a show that has been put together for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And the sole mission that I have for this show is to really extract the amazing brilliance and success secrets from my guests so that you can simply model their success. And that just means copy. That means mimic. That means do what they do instead of trying to figure it out on your own and then waste a ton of time through trial and error. So this show is about what I call the three pillars of success. And those three pillars came about from my 10 years or so of extensive study of successful business people. What was it that made these individuals more successful than say someone like myself? And what I found over that time was that three things kept bubbling up to the top that were common amongst all. And the first being mind, and that stands for mindset. To a person, each of these successful individuals had a very positive, powerful, and here's the most important part, flexible mindset. And then body. This was kind of a shocker to me because every successful entrepreneur or business person that I studied. Now, again, these are people that either I knew personally that were my mentors or that authored books, some of whom I'd met in person, others who are no longer with us and I've never met uh, and other speakers, you name it. <laughs> I studied a bunch. Uh, and so body to a person, everyone that had really achieved massive, massive success took care of themselves, literally, bodily, meaning nutrition, meaning exercise on a regular basis. And then there's business. Uh, I have a soft spot for business. Love business. It's so multi, multifaceted. What happened was I found out that these incredible, very successful individuals had mastered the skill sets that are necessary to master to build, thrive, and grow a, a incredible business. And so these are skill sets that are, uh, there are so many of them. It's like marketing, sales, uh, team building, systematizing, leadership, reputation management. I could go on and on and on. There are many. The thing is to master one skill is like being an expert and it can take anywhere. You know, there's a number flying around there. About 10,000 hours is what's necessary to be an expert. That's about the same to master any skill. The good news is you as a single individual, you do not have to master every single skill set that is required to build a thriving business. In fact, if you were to concentrate on just one, I know this is a shocker, just one. And it, yeah, it's one of those that I just mentioned just moments ago. Then you really don't need need <laughs> to master all of them. 
And that one skill set, if you'd like to know what it is, do you want to know? All right, I'll let you know. It's the skill set of leadership. Once you have learned and, and mastered the skill set of leadership, then you can now bring on individuals who already have those skill sets that you have yet to acquire and probably will never because there are too many of them for the time we have on this planet to master. You can bring in those folks that have the skill sets that are necessary for you to grow and thrive your business and then lead them. And if you don't have anybody in your business now, I recommend you just start practicing on leading yourself. Ooh, there's a good one. And if you have a team, then just continue to nurture your leadership skills. Read a lot of leadership books. There are many great ones out there. All right. That's what this show is all about. And we have some phenomenal guests uh, that come on every single week. Um, I'm telling you, Dan Barley is no exception. Can't wait to bring him on. Another uh, phenomenal trait I found in the very successful that are out there today and have been in the past are to a person, they are also very voracious readers of books. And with that, I'd like to very quickly segue into a little segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks, born to read. Bookmarks, ready, steady, read. Bookmarks, brought to you by reachyourpeaklibrary.com. There you see it on the screen, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Real quick, a word of advice for all of you watching, and even if you're listening on the podcast afterward, is take notes. Instead of succumbing to that desire to go type it in and click away from this show, to go research it, rather than do that, write down resources. I know uh, Dan Barley will have many for us tonight, as they always do. Uh, definitely write them down and then after the show, go visit them. Because here's the thing. I say this from stage all the time when I'm speaking to a group is the magic happens in the room. And the point of that is if you to take your if you were to take your attention, just your attention away from the speaker at any given moment, you you could literally miss out on a life changing tidbit of information. And I would just hate for that to happen to you. So that's my advice. Uh, I take notes myself. I'm running this whole thing. I'm directing, starring in, co-starring because, you know, Dan's really the star uh, and taking care of a lot of things. And I still take notes myself. And so I never ask anybody to do thing, anything I wouldn't do myself. Reach Your Peak Library. What is that? It is a website I literally had put together with you, the entrepreneur in mind. I know it sounds a little cheesy, but it's true. And on another note, this is not, this was not put together um, with the purpose of making money. It is just a resource, nothing more. So when you click on any of those buttons, it takes you straight to Amazon. I will make maybe a few pennies because there are, are affiliate links. It's just how I roll, but it's not going to put me uh, in a in a state of retirement anytime soon. I just do that by habit. But you'll see a, a laundry list of great books. I didn't start reading myself till the age of 47. That was 10 years ago, voraciously. And then I started eating them up, not literally, but you get it. And these are all the books I personally read and vet. So not every book that I've ever read is in here. Only those that had a profound impact on me, either in my business or in my personal life, or maybe even both. And you can see it's still going. It's still scrolling. If you're watching this on live video, it's still going here. I'll jump to the bottom. And there's a great thing at the bottom here. Um, if you would like to have change in your life, 
I would recommend you get in the habit of watching this very show. And I'm not saying it for my own purposes. It's because of the people we have on like Dan, who have so much to give, so much to offer that you can literally take and translate into massive success on your own, right? So go ahead and click on that button at the, uh, button at the very bottom, register for the latest episodes. And what happens is you'll just get a, a friendly reminder of our next live show when it comes up. We're not spamming you. We're not hitting you up with offers. It's just, hey, another show's coming up and we got a great guest. Speaking of great guests, yes, we're finally made it. It is time to bring him on. Let's do it. It's time for the Guest Expert Spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one. It is the only Daniel Barley. Yes. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. How are you doing tonight, Daniel? I'm doing fantastic. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me on. It's such a privilege. I uh, appreciate you coming on. Uh, I know I, I found out and learned you hail from New Jersey all the way on the other side of the United States. So it's mm -hmm. later there. I appreciate you for investing your time to help others and, and to serve others uh, by giving them great tidbits and value and your secrets. So appreciate that. Absolutely. And uh, real quick, real quick, Dan, before we go on, I've got a little bit of housekeeping to take care of. If you don't mind, I'm going to let people know so we can keep this show rolling. We have a couple of sponsors. Uh, the big one is... Well, the big Insider Secrets, you see that white and red logo right above uh, Dan's left shoulder. It's on the right side of the screen for these, those of you watching video. And the beautiful thing about this is because of Jason Nast and that company, we can offer you, and we do offer you, a chance to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. And that is all because of the big Insider Secrets. So stay on to the end, and we'll give you the exact details of how to enter to win. So thank you, Jason, and the Big Insider Secrets. And then we have just one more, and we'll come back to the amazing Dan Barley. So if you're struggling with putting a live show together and it's overwhelming and you want a lot of the processes done for you while still enabling you to put on a high-quality show and connect with great people like Dan Barley and grow your business all at the same time, then head on over to CarpetBombMarketing.com. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. Now, back to the man of the hour. It is Mr. Dan Barley. Fantastic. And now, yes, I will stop talking very soon, I promise. But I have to first give him the introduction he so richly deserves. Is that okay, Dan? Can I That's introduce fine. you now? Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Dan Barley is a successful entrepreneur, real estate investor, and attorney. That means he's pretty smart, ladies and gentlemen. He works with others to provide value and scale multiple businesses, always looking to improve in every aspect he can. He also teaches others how to invest in real estate passively. Ooh, I like that term. Now, formally, officially, welcome to the show, Dan Barty. How are you doing, my brother? Thank you. Thank you, Brian. I'm doing good, man. Thank you again for having me on. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It was really, really cool getting to know you just right before the show. I mean... Yeah. That's the one thing I love about what I get to do, Dan, is I get to meet amazing, incredible, serving individuals such as yourself. I can I can tell you have a heart of gold, and I'm so excited to help lift you up and get you out there so people can find out who, more about you and, and resonate with you and connect with you after the show's over. So Thanks. this is going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely, man. Let's get to it. So I already know you're a pretty darn a successful entrepreneur, and so 
what I love to do, and we just read a little bit about your background, but what I like to do is dive a little deeper and, and, and kind of peel away the onion, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, what I like to do is really find out the reason that you have achieved success. I kind of opened in the show about that. The first word being mindset of this show, the mind body business show. So what I wanted to find out, and I'm deeply curious about this with each guest that I bring on is when you wake up in the morning and you know that it's another day as an entrepreneur, we are always faced with issues, problems to solve. That's what we do. That's, that's why we're entrepreneurs, but it can become kind of a drag at times we're human. But for you, when you get up in the morning, I just want to know what is going on in that big, beautiful brain of yours that keeps <laughs> you positive, that keeps you churning, keeps you driven day in and day out, going through this wonderful journey called entrepreneurialism. Absolutely. Great question, Brian. Um, I wake up every day thankful for another day to do what we do. Uh, as you said, as entrepreneurs, we get to help people. We get to help solve problems for people. And that's why they come to us. So I always think of it as, uh, you know, my job is to serve other people and help them solve their problems. Uh, through my law practice, through real estate investing, both together, um, I'm able to provide that. So, uh, you know, I try to, and I'm a, as an avid reader, as you know, and, and, you know, very much in agreement with all that. It's, you know, what can I learn today and whose lives can I impact today? So that's kind of how I try to start my day. And, and you know, before I get to the office and, and get into the grind of everything, it's trying to think about what can I learn today? So you're, you're telling me it's not all about yourself, huh? Never. never. <laughs> well, and as you know, right, uh, Zig Ziglar, I believe, is the guy who said the quote, right? If you help enough other people achieve what they want, you will automatically have everything you ever wanted and needed. Isn't it so true? And and don't you, I don't know if you run across this, but don't you run across so many that still don't get that, that are still all about all themselves. The How do I make that next, you know, 100,000 or, or mm -hmm. whatever they need to make to get to the next step? Uh, and it's so true. And I, I teach my clients this and, and work with them this way. Like when I'm working with a client, I'm not asking them about themselves. I'm asking them about their clients. Because that is what will help them to get their business to the next level. It's the key. The juice is never about oneself. It's about how can you help improve someone else's lives. And is that something you would agree with, Daniel? Absolutely. hundred percent. It's always about that. And when you do that, it shines through and it ends up increasing your business because people see that and they appreciate that. Genuine and it'll come back to you many times over. And you said the key word genuineness. So, ladies and gentlemen, be genuine, be authentic about wanting to help others and serve others versus thinking about yourself. Look, we all think about ourselves. I'm not saying we don't. We all need to make money. So let's get that out of the way. But the focus, the priority should always be on your clients, because just as Dan eloquently stated with Zig Ziglar, that's how you is it, was it Zig Ziglar. Did I get that right? Did I mess up? I think so. No, I think it was. OK, I, I just had a like one of those weird moments where I thought, is that what he said? Wow. I guess I'm getting older than I thought I'm losing a little bit. No, I'm doing yeah. great. Um, yeah. So I think it's a phenomenal thing that if we concentrate on those outside of ourselves, isn't it true? Uh, would you agree, Dan, that we will often do more for others than we will do for our own selves? All the time. And I have this conversation with a dear friend and business associate of mine we both do so much for everybody else that all our needs and our things get put on the back burner. And then at the end of the day, we don't even have time for our own things because we're so busy taking care of everyone else. But 
that's the nature of the service business, right? It's always about everyone else. And isn't it important to inject yourself into that to some degree so that you're at least taking care of your health? Um, you know, we need if we can't take care of ourselves, then how are we going to be able to take care of others? So a lot of people think, well, you're being uh, selfish, Brian, if you're thinking about yourself first. But you have to in order to be able to serve so many others. Would you agree with that? I would in, in, in a very certain degree. Yes. Like I, I know if my mind is not right about something, like if, if a client calls me or an adversary calls me in my law practice and they start going nuts and cursing me out, whatever, because they're aggressive, it, it might put me in a, in a mood that I don't want to take out that frustration on the next client. So I might go and take a five minute walk, a 10 minute walk. Um, there have been times that I tell my, my secretary who works for me, if I'm just not with it, I need to go lift my weights. I need to go get an exercise in because then I can come back and serve my clients better. But you're right. If you're not taking care of yourself, how can I take care of everybody else if I'm falling apart? So I think that's super important, the you know, mind and body both. You know, if you're not reading and learning, if you're not exercising in some capacity, you're going to deteriorate. And then how can you perform your best for others if you're not doing it for yourself? You know what I call that, Dan? That is a bomb dropping moment right there. <laughs> That's right. Smart bombs, bombs of wisdom, bombs of knowledge, all from the amazing Daniel Barley. This is already starting off huge. And look, a lot of people might be saying, when are you guys going to start talking about stuff that makes you successful in business? You know, I can I can hear it, hear them asking that. Uh, I'm here to tell you that's exactly what's happening right now. <laughs> We've given you the secrets the biggest secrets, no pun with the big insider secrets, which Jason has many great ones. Uh, but the everything you're hearing from Dan, I knew this is how this was going to go. It Write this down. Don't take what he is saying lightly. Please don't, because it is that important. If you, I, I'm saying this from experience. I used to scoff these things out, oh, but what about how do I market? How do I, how do I make sales? How do I get better at being sales? Well, you don't do any better at any of that if you're not serving others and taking care of yourself first so you can do that. So we're giving you the basics, the ground level, the what they call the fundamentals. Man, I hated that word in sports because it was so boring. You know, the fundamentals, you know, do the, the, the and with music, drums, you know, the fundamentals was hitting a pad for over and over and over forever and ever. It's like, where are the drum set? Give it to me. Um, yeah. Fundamentals uh, in this case, though, they are fun. The fundamentals are fun because you get to interact and work with other people and help them along the way. That's what I love about what I get to do. And I can tell you're the same way. So you already met, mentioned you're you're an avid reader, and that comes at no surprise <laughs> to yours truly. Um, what kind are, are you into? Business books, leisure books, um, a little mixture of both. And, and two part question. And then for as far as the business side of things, what is the latest book you read or are reading now um, that you want to share with people? Sure. Uh, most of the reading I do is business related and real estate related. Um, I do a little leisure reading, but you know, I, I just enjoy building the business and trying to hone my skills and trying to be better every day at what I can do. So like you said, why am I going to try to reinvent the wheel when I can learn from other very successful people by reading a book and information these days is so inexpensive to pick up a book, $8, $12, even if it's 20 bucks on Amazon, you get now some expert, telling you at your own pace and you can study and you can learn and that's priceless. You know, like, you know, things are so different now. It's so much easier. Um, so the book I just finished is the E-Myth 
for real estate investors, which I saw oh. in your, <laughs> um, which was a good book. Um, and uh, I, my next one is going to actually, it's so funny because it never split the difference by Chris Voss, which was on your list and you were scrolling is my next uh, book that I'm going to read. But I'm a, I, I try and I'm a big podcast listener because, you know, when you're driving, when you're doing whatever, why? Like I used to listen to music a lot. And what value really was that bringing into my life? Uh, yeah, it was enjoyable. And I'm not saying don't listen to music because, you know, we're all human, right? Like you said. But if you can take some of that time and shift it to learn from your podcast, podcasts from Robert Kiyosaki, from Ken Mackle, really, like, why not? Why would you not want to take that time and learn and like get new ideas going and start thinking differently so you can create different results for your clients and for yourself? Oh, man. I, you know, I said it before we got on the show. I truly think we were separated at birth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're twin brothers. I mean, look, big brother. look, we're twins. Look, look at yeah. us. Can't you see that it's, yeah. un, it's, it's unmistakable. The resemblance yeah. is uncanny. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, so I love how you said that. Um, I went through a similar uh, mental um, awareness of reading and like, wait a minute, I have Audible. I can listen to books just like you can a podcast, which is a great thing to do also. And I remember I was in the fitness industry just recently. Uh, I bowed out um, doing automation and things that I love. It turns out far more, even though I still love fitness. Uh, but I was always working out and I'm always teaching and preaching, concentrate on the muscles that you're working out on. So you have to be thinking, but when you're on a treadmill or doing cardio, you have to think about a dang thing. You just move. Right. I thought that's when I plug in an audio book. Uh, there's all these times and places. And then anytime in the car, I've got audible running. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes. Music. I love to listen to music and I will put it in from time to time for a break. When I just need to shut down the brain, we have to rest. All of us do. Right. Uh, so it doesn't mean every day, all day, unless, that's the way you're wired. Go ahead. But yeah, it's a great tip, a phenomenal tip, because coming from a guy who didn't read until just 10 years ago and seeing the phenomenal difference it makes in my life, it helps me to do this show, quite honestly, Dan. It gives me so much information that's proven successful that I can easily talk to people about it and extract similar uh, valuable information from people like you and then take it and look how you applied it in real practice. That's when the rubber meets the road. It gives people that level of certainty that that book or that information really is the real deal because someone else put it into play and they've seen success as a result. So yeah, Michael Gerber was at the Emith uh, yeah, real estate. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, Emith revisited. Oh man, that's like the Bible of uh, of business. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget in there. He said something to the effect of, "If you have no systems in your business." then you have no business. no business. That's right. I remember at that moment when I read it, this was years ago, I didn't have systems and it was like, bam, right between mm -hmm. the eyes. I'm like, no, okay, I got to get systems. There we go. Yeah. So now I've got things like that. It's things like that. When you read that and, and you get that light bulb going off in your head, that then you can start to think differently and change things so you can get to that next level and you can improve your skills and you can improve the way you operate things. What What is your opinion about getting someone who becomes either your mentor or your coach, someone you can run ideas by, get um, uh, accountability to make sure you're moving forward. Are, do you do any of that uh, currently or have you done it in the past where maybe yeah. just advice from other real estate experts uh, that you've become buddies with? How do you approach that? I think that's important. I think you should have someone that you can talk to about your ideas and explore and, and dig deep. Like, you know, we're doing, like you said, 
Um, so I found people, mentors, people who were where I wanted to get to when I started in my real estate investing. Um, I invest in multiple markets across the country now, and it's because of those relationships I formed because I expanded my mind. Again, it was back to I'm going to think differently. I'm going to treat things differently. And then I found people that did what I wanted to do, and they were so generous with their time. And they were like, sure, I'm happy to talk to you, Dan. What can I, you know, how can I help you? And, you know, they would introduce me to their contacts and, and so on and so forth. And before you know it, you know, like he introduced me to them, to them, to them. And now all of a sudden I have teams that I'm building in multiple places that I've been working now at this point in my life, I've been working with for going on close to a decade almost. Um, and, you know, very grateful for that. And they, they love working with me and I love working with them. And everybody's a winner in that, in that world. There were like 20 golden nuggets in that few sentences. <laughs> I mean, that was powerful stuff. Oh, uh, the key the in the very beginning, when you talk about mentors, uh, great advice. I hope people are, I'm going to help them. Uh, if they didn't catch on to this, which is, and I'm not belittling their uh, ability to, to catch on to this stuff in, in the slightest. It was just very subtle and you went right through it. And one of the keys in getting a mentor and finding and locating a mentor that you want to spend your time with is what Dan just said. And that was he found people who were where he wanted to be. And he meant in his uh, level of success in, in business and where they are. Uh, with their particular um, level of success. I already said that. Um, and then the other thing you said is they were generous of their time. And this is one of the misnomers I see all the time because mainstream media and shows and things like that, they always portray wealthy and successful people as jerks, don't they? I mean, just yes. horrible, nasty, self-centered. And it's so interesting to me. I have yet, I, there are, they are out there. But I'm telling you, that's like 1% of the people mm -hmm. I've met. They are, like you just said, they may not always be generous with their time um, as far as free. But I, I'm a big proponent of if you don't have skin in the game, you may not take it as serious as you should. So pay them. Uh, if they're charging you money, pay whatever they're asking. If, if you found that person, that's where you want to be. And if your value mm -hmm. systems meet. Oh, what else did you say? My gosh. Oh, introduce to other contacts. So when you make these associations, you don't have any idea when you first go in, let's say you're paying 10 grand a year for, for a mentor. That could easily translate into a hundred grand plus just on the extended network that they just gave you access to of theirs. Oh, that was huge and subtle. I have uh, Jason Nast is a great mentor of mine and friend, and I bounce everything off of him. Big Insider Secrets, another plug, because I'll do it all day. He's a great guy. Uh, Brigitte Hoferle, she's throwing contacts at me left and right, like um, not contacts, but she's introducing me to people all the time. And they're becoming incredible friends, relationships, clients. I become clients of theirs. It goes two ways. You just said so much in such a short period of time that I just completely took about 10 minutes to do what you did in one, but wanted to uh, really emphasize the importance of what you just said, because it's spot on. It's almost like, you know, you know what you're doing or something. I try. I learn. I learn. But to answer the second part of your question, I'm also very giving of my time when I can. So if somebody ever reaches out to me and says, can you coach me, help me? Uh, yeah, I love it. Let's do it because we're going to build more together than we'll ever do individually. That's so true. It is so true. God, you're, you're an amazing guy amazing guy i mean it i mean it you're uh thank you i'm never disappointed uh with this show it's so fun because of the it just 
it invigorates me. It reassures me of humanity, of the amazing people that are yeah. out there like you. And the, the, on the flip side, the sad part of it is entrepreneurs make up a very, very small percentage of the overall population base. Uh, and so we need more people like you. And I hope that those that are watching and listening to this will take to heart what Dan has been talking about to really crush it and become that next successful entrepreneur that then in turn gives and serves and helps bring value to other humans on this planet, because that's what we need is, is more of that. And, uh, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. So, <laughs> so, uh, cool. Uh, yeah. Michael Gerber. I love that guy. I was just thinking about the book. Um, so let's, I want to transition real quick if you're okay with it. And I usually never get a no from this, but, uh, what I'd like to do is dive deeper into, you've talked about real estate, passive uh, investing in real estate, um, business, helping businesses. Uh, I would like to segue over into what it is you literally what you do, you know, you and your business, who your target market is. I'm going to pull up your website so we have a visual while you're talking and just give people kind of the lay of the land. Who, who are the what's your avatar? Um, are they business people? Are they lay people? Are they people that are making a certain amount of money a year? You know, uh, your ideal client. And then what are the services you provide them at, uh, for them and kind of results you've had in the past for these people? You've been doing it for over a decade. So I know you've got many stories to tell. So if, if you're cool with that, would you like to give us some background on? Uh... <laughs> I love it. Sure, sure. So um, the website part is my attorney practice. So I run a law firm. Um, there you go. There's the website. Um, we help mostly uh, individual customers, whether it's uh, a person or a family, through one of several scenarios. We do a lot of transactional real estate, so people that are buying or selling a house or their home or moving up or scaling down, we guide them through the legal process of that. We do a fair amount of litigation. related. A lot of it's related to real estate, so people that have been wronged by somebody and that are seeking justice and see, or seeking to get a remedy to their problem, right? That's why people come to us as entrepreneurs and they want legal services. So we guide them through the process. Um, and I've had some phenomenal wins over the past few years, um, especially on that front, um, which depending, you tell me how much time we have, I can get into a crazy story of uh, what happened. Oh, I um, love stories, definitely. Right. Let me tell you. So I had a client who put in an offer on a house that he was buying for his family. This was right when COVID first broke out. And he, the sellers, um, kind of tried to pull the rug out from under him after, after uh, we were under contract. And they tried to go sell it to somebody else for more money, which, again, they were under contract. You can't really do that. And they tried to turn around and blame their attorney. Turned out that the attorney had um, mental issues that he ended up not being able to practice through this. So we had to file a court action to force the sale called specific performance. And this went on. The whole process took about six months and it went to a trial and the trial was on, on zoom, kind of like we're, we're hanging out today. And it was a three day trial. And after everything, it turned out that, you know, I was able to show that the sellers acted in bad faith the whole time. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. They blocked access for things and it was all documented. And so I kind of just laid it all out over the course of three days through, through testimony and through documents. And then the judge ruled in our favor. And he said to my client, I'm in front of the other attorney, in front of you know all the parties, he's like, you had an amazing attorney in Mr. Barley, and that's why you won this case. 
So now my client got to buy the house, which is next door to his house. So now his whole family is all together. And that's what he really wanted, especially with COVID when it broke. Um, it kind of changed a lot of people's dynamics. And he's, he's written to me many times to just thank me over the past year and a half of how thankful he is that his family's all together because of the legal work that I did for him. Um, so it's just such a humbling uh, experience um, to do that for him. And it's obvious that it had a great impact on you, on how you feel about this, you know, bringing success to one of your clients, making their life better. Yeah. Um, it's obvious to me, and I'm sure everyone else who's watching this and listening about the passion you have for it, for helping people to, uh, you know, overcome these challenges in life from less scrupulous people that are out there. Yeah. And thank you for being there for uh, those folks and helping them to achieve that interim, you know, that one dream that they're working for, which was to be next to their um, other family, extended family and, and be close during COVID. That's, yeah. that's huge. That's huge. It was. So you come off to me as someone that's not one of those, uh, what I would call a quick kill artist, which means go in, go for the money, go for it quick. Uh, and then take the money and well, as the, as the saying goes, take the money and run <laughs> and uh, not do anything after that to help further nurture the relationship or help that person. You you come off to me as more of a long term player where you're building a relationship. Uh, you want to help people uh, and you're seeing great um, rewards as a result of doing that to do that. You know, that takes a lot of well, I want to ask you, how are you able to build and maintain what I would call long-term sustainable success? What are the key ingredients to doing that? Because so many are just worried about that next commission. What about the long-term building a foundation? What are the key ingredients that you go to to build that? Sure, that's actually so interesting you say that because a lot of people have told me, I'm a big picture guy. I'm always thinking long-term. It's not about today or tomorrow or even next year. It's really about what's this look like in five, 10 years from now? How am I going to set myself up now? Because what you do today is going to be what impacts you and creates your five to 10 year success. So one of my partners in a real estate project, for example, he's always like, Dan, you're always a big picture guy. Um, and we've had success with uh, you know a portfolio of properties. And he's like, can we do another one? And I'm like, you know, we were working on that. But I even tell all my clients, I, I'm not interested in your money. Uh, well, to some degree I am, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm not interested in charging you as much as I can. I'm interested in saving you money and getting an expeditious result for you to save you money and get you the result you want, because then you're going to be happy and then you're going to refer me to everybody you know. And sure enough, that's exactly how it's happened in my practice. And that's why I've had more success, especially over the last year and a half than really than any time before. And I've just been doing good work, honest with people, passionate about what I do, generous with my time, generous with giving back to people and just reminding everybody that this is a long-term play. This is not today or tomorrow. Um, I'm trying to build legacy wealth for my family and for future generations. Absolutely love that. And uh, yeah, so it's a great lesson for those um, that are out there that are just looking for the next commission and then move on to the next sale is to build and establish a relationship to truly help people to truly care about their results and look what's happening with Dan. And this is true of so many that employ this very tried and true approach to not just business, but life, but the referrals. And that's the other thing. Word gets out, <laughs> whether it's good 
or it's bad, word's going to get out either way. Which one would you rather have? I'm talking to the audience right now, of course. <laughs> and so, uh, of course, you want the good. And I mean, today, goodness sakes, you can go anywhere and find results on any business because there's Yelp and there's all these other services where you can rate an individual's or business's performance. And now it's uh, harder than ever to slip through the cracks and be uh, one of those underhanded business people. Still happens, but it's getting harder and harder. And the reason I'm bringing that up, Dan, is for those that are watching to say, treat it as though you're being watched at all times. In a, not in a bad way. I mean, if you're doing anything right, if you're doing as much as you can, and you're doing the best you can to do it right, you have nothing to worry about. Will there be haters out there? Sure, that'll happen. Uh, but they'll be, uh, you know, their complaints will be quickly squashed by reality uh, once that, that discussion occurs. But yeah, just do the best you can at all times. You know, it's like what they say, dance like nobody's watching, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't even do that because I'm not a good dancer. So I'm not even <laughs> dancing, always watching because I know how I dance. I don't want to feel that bad. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> always do uh, your best uh, at all times for other people. Always about serving. Here's a theme with Mr. Barley here. Are you all catching it? I hope so. It's all about serving others. And it's not just for the return. It's not for the purpose. So you just heard them. I'm not here to gouge you of every dime you have just for the sake of my putting it in my pocket. I'm here to get you the results you want and to save you some money. And it may or may not come that they'll send referrals your way. That's the other thing. It's not guaranteed, is it, Dan? No, definitely not. And so if you, you go and look that. You have a better chance. I'm sorry to interrupt. You have a much better chance of getting referrals if you do it that way. Then if you're worried about, I'm going to gouge you as much as I can for me today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've worked with people even recently where there's one that I would put on a pedestal and shout from the, the mountaintops. These are great. You should always do business. There's another that I'm like, oh, my gosh, it sure looked good in the front. But in the back and when, in reality, it's like uh, the results are just nowhere to be seen. Um, and it's horrible. And and internally, people are talking. Other clients are talking to other clients, and it's like, ah, I'm 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 going through that right now. Uh, it's in, it's very interesting, um, and it, it's unfortunate too because, eh, anyway, uh, I won't go down that rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> when when you are going about business, um, do you ever trip up? Do you ever say goof, make a mistake, or something that you know may have the opposite effect that you intended, but still a mistake was made? Has that ever happened? Obviously, it happens. <laughs> We're all human, right? We're all human. We may all make mistakes. Yes, of course. But what's the key, would you say, when a mistake is made? Because we all we are human. Like you said, we are all guaranteed to make one. If, if someone is out there that hasn't made one yet, which would be really hard to believe. But if you haven't, you will. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> but what is what would you think is the key? Once a mistake is made, what is the response in you and your head when that mistake occurs that helps you to improve yourself. So great, the way you said it's in your head, it starts here in the mind, um, is one, you have to acknowledge it and try to correct it. And you have to own it. You have to own it before you get caught in it. So you should come forward with it to your client and say, hey, I was trying for this, but unfortunately it went this way, but here's how I'm going to fix it. So that way you you come across genuine. Again, this goes back to the genuineness, right? You're you're telling them that I tried for you this way. It just it got you know the mistake happened it didn't the way I wanted, but here's how we're gonna fix it for you. And that way you're coming to them with the solution at the same time, 
And you kind of look like a hero when you do it that way. And you look authentic instead of like, I'm just not going to say anything and hope they never find out. <laughs> and then when they do find out, you're destroyed. Like, forget it. Never a referral coming from that person. Oh, man. I'm telling you. Where have you been all my life, man? How did we get separated? This is uh, like awesome. Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, gosh. So many so many things come to mind. I mean, uh, like, I'm not one to blame and get mad at people right away. I look at their intent. If they make a mistake and I'm on the other end of that mistake, I, I just, I, I know whether or not they intended or tried to make the mistake or try to avoid the mistake. If they are doing everything they can within their power to do the right thing, I'm not going to, even if it cost me money if they if their intent was pure and authentic i don't get upset with them i just don't uh because i don't think it's it's warranted it's like to me it's the intent is more important than the action or the result even though the result is very important please don't get me wrong people that are listening but um that just hit me when you were saying that uh and recently i mean it's it's so great because i i just switched uh payment processors recently and an individual came in to make a purchase and then there was a what's called a bump offer, so an additional setup fee optional. Uh, she wanted the, the offer, and my new system failed, and it failed three times. And she ended up subscribing to my service three times by trying and retrying. And I give a 30-day uh, um, free service, you know, trial period. Uh, so I went back to her. I said, look, I found the two extra. I got rid of them. You haven't been charged a dime, thankfully, and um, and I will get it fixed. We'll have it ready for you. And we took care of that already, the setup fee she wanted. And then I added another 15 days to her trial because I just felt that was necessary. And that's way above and beyond. I, I don't know many people. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. I'm just piggybacking on what you're saying, Dan, because I so resonate mm-hmm. with it. If you treat people right with respect and go out of your way to tell them, look, I'm sorry if something messed up. That's hard to do for a lot of people, Dan. I mean, is it easy for you to go back and say, uh, I screwed up? Uh, can we have a talk? No, never easy. Never easy. Never easy, but it's necessary, and it's part of business. You can't run away from it. I think too many people do, and that's where the pro- I think that's where the most of the problems rise. But it's funny you say. Uh, someone asked me once, "What if you could take one thing? Why you've had success?" And then my answer was, I didn't even blink. I said, "It's because I treat everyone with the utmost respect." Mm. And and they were just like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, everybody." And there's there's a great quote that said, "Right, like I don't know who said it, but." The way you treat the janitor is, the, you know, if you treat the janitor the same way as the CEO, then, you know, you're, you got, you're in good company and like, that's how you're authentic. Mm. Man, I'm telling you, <laughs> geez, we had ourselves split or something. This is freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, respect. Yeah. Recently. I mean, my dad, he's uh, 85 years old now and he we were talking to this amazing guy who's a notary public just a phenomenal individual and we were just talking about you know how the connection was instant between he and 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 my dad they were talking about it and my dad says you know i have never yet met anyone i didn't like and he was talking about the first time he met him because that's his mindset he says that may all go to heck in a handbasket in the next 10 seconds but in the moment i met somebody i i always like him so he's already got the I'm expecting a good outcome for this. It's up to them to ruin it, I guess. Yeah. So it's very similar, you know, treat your, treat people with respect, treat them with love and kindness and serving. And then if they are not a fit and a value down the line, they probably shouldn't be your client. You should just move on uh, because what do you think about that, uh, Dan? Are, are you equally as 
um, discerning when it comes to choosing one or rejecting one when they come across your path? Um, I try to be as discerning as I can. I've had some clients that come across as not quality people that I would want as a client, and I've turned them away. You know, and, and, and if I go through documents or I hear things that, you know, in conversation that make it seem like they're, you know, selfish or just up, just only about themselves or they're trying to manipulate something, then I, I'm not comfortable taking that case or that client as an investor or whatever the case might be. So I've turned away my fair share. And it also goes back to the whole treating people with the utmost respect is I don't know who that person knows in their life. This goes back to what we talked about earlier with the context and you're getting into their network. That person may not be the ultra success that you would want them to be at that moment, but you don't know who they know. And then again, you keep going out, right? Like, so I met a, a colleague who's become a very dear friend of mine through a real estate agent who I met that I did a closing for, and I, I treated her so kindly and nicely. And then she introduced me to this guy, and this guy has now introduced me to networks of people I never, never, they're so, they're, they're so successful, I never would have thought I'd been in those kinds of circles. And all because I treated this one person just, you know, with the utmost respect. Oh, my goodness. Dan's like, nobody's watching. I'm telling you. Yeah. So you just you just portrayed what I call the abundance mindset. You know, so it's okay. It's not just okay. It's imperative. I'm telling other people because you already know this, Dan, inside and out. It's imperative that you turn away those that are not a value uh, fit with what you do. Uh, maybe there's a belief disalignment between the two of you. You know, it's not it's not just a matter of finding somebody with a credit card that has enough limit to pay you for your services and, and their heart's still beating, they're still alive to say, I'll take you. It's it, it can end up costing you far more, not just financially, but through stress, anguish. Isn't isn't a bad client. Um, can't they become literally a cancer to your business, Dan? Absolutely. Yes, they can. And, and then to not only to your business, but to your life, because your business is your life as entrepreneurs, right? We don't get to clock out at five o'clock and not think about it for the evening. Like, you know, a lot of the employee mindset, right? Of like, I'm done with work. I don't have to think about anything. I got the weekend free. You know, we're, I'm like up at 11 and my wife said, go to sleep. I'm like, oh, but did I do enough for that client? You know, maybe I should have done this. And I'm up at 6.30 and she's like, why aren't you going back to bed? Oh, I got to go take care of that thing for the client. Like, did I get that done? You know, and like as much as you try to, you know, leave some time, obviously, for yourself, your family, that's important, very important. And that goes back again to just balance and mind, body, all that stuff. But not, you can't just turn it off. You don't just stop thinking about all your clients that way. Yeah. And, and I love it was way in the beginning of the show. You were talking about the books you read and you it's primarily business and real estate and a little bit of leisure. But you said the reason you read so many of the others of the business is it's what you love. It's, you didn't say that exact word, but that's the beauty of this, of being an entrepreneur. Like everything we go through is because of an, I've never said this before, but it's because of an intense love for what we do. That's right. A passion. Uh, it's, it's like a relationship in its own right. Um, and yeah, I'm the same way. I, I, bro, I get up at four in the morning, three in the morning, sometime out of a dead sleep. And I'm worried about, the the client or i'm worried about a situation that could prove that it's gonna get bad and like oh or i'd wake up with the solution oh i can do that and then i can't go back to sleep because i want to get up and solve it, <laughs> it. execute on it yeah there is no on off switch it's it's only a speed up or slow down switch and it's usually at the top of the speed dial uh, in mine yeah. and uh 
but that's okay if you truly love what you what you do in my opinion it's you know i talk about people ask me what's your hobby and i often say i don't have any and they're like what do you mean i said i just love what i do so much i don't need anything else to fill that that bucket for me mm-hmm. i love what i get to do i love what like right now dan i'm loving doing this i'm loving talking to you this is my show is not my business but it is a component of the business yeah. um yeah. but i don't sell anything from it it's just part of building a platform and i love what i love about it is this part the relationship building yeah absolutely talking to people like you uh and anyone that's not doing a show a podcast a live show or appearing as a guest as dan often is uh, i would highly recommend you start uh, and if you're already doing it then ramp it up and do more uh, because just like you were talking dan about the network of people that you oh my gosh now your network is growing exponentially because of the multitude of people you're running into that's what's happening with me and it's just so fun because now you're you're getting to work with people you want to work with who you resonate with like and barley like people like him yeah (laughs) (laughs) absolutely holy smokes i just look at the clock minutes um my goodness uh so you've been through some trials in your life that's an understatement yeah, some pretty serious ones. And I wasn't going to bring this up, but if you're okay, um, and it's completely fine if, if you're not. But I was curious if you would, uh, wouldn't mind talking about this trial you've been through that happened twice and what got you through it? What was the thing that kept you going and how did you come out on the other side? And again, if, if, if it's too much and it's too personal, I'm fine with it. No, nothing's too personal. I'm very open uh, about it. So I'm a two-time leukemia survivor. Um, I was diagnosed at the age of 23, and then I had a relapse at the age of 28, um, and I had a bone marrow transplant at the age of 29. And um, the recovery was long and arduous. Um, So for those first, when I was first diagnosed, it was about six years. I was on chemo, a daily chemo regimen that, of course, came with its share of side effects. Um, not only financial side effects, obviously the drug was 6,500 a month, by the way. Uh, so it took that for six years, then it stopped working and that's what caused the relapse. And then, um, I was out of work for almost two years, uh, with my bone marrow transplant, which thank, thank God is a complete success and cure. And I get the privilege of speaking to hospitals and for agencies to give support to people that have to go through it. So, and it's no charge, Like I don't, I do it because I got to give back. That's the way I see it. And my doctor, the head of the, the, the transplant hospital in Hackensack, John Thorpe Cancer Center, she told me once I got better, she said, Dan, the reason that you had the best transplant and you're so successful has been you've had the best attitude of anyone. Hmm. And I was so cool. I was like overwhelmed. with I couldn't believe what I just heard because I always pride myself on I want to always have a very positive attitude about everything. And for someone else to see that in her position, she's treated thousands of people throughout her career. And to say that with me, I was so, uh, it was just very humbling. And so what kept me going was the end goal. Again, I'm a bigger picture guy. I'm thinking about when I get better, I'm going to I'm gonna do my law firm. I'm going to start the real estate investing. I'm going to achieve success. I'm going to have a family. I want to, you know, I'm going to get married. I want to build. I want to build a family. I want to build business, you know. And But in order to get there, I had to go through this. And so, and there were plenty of trials along the way. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'll share with you real quick. The, day bef- the week before Thanksgiving of one year, um, I went in for my checkup, my weekly checkup, and I, my platelets fell to zero. And I lived two blocks from the hospital. 
and they said you have to be admitted because if you if your platelets burst, you won't even though you live two blocks away, you won't make it in time. You're gonna die. So I ended up spending from the week before Thanksgiving till the second week of January in the hospital, all the holidays, everything, hooked up to machines with uh, pads around me in case you know stuff. And the doctor, you know, the other head of the transplant unit afterwards, he came in and told me, he's like, we didn't think you were going to make it. And I was like, thank God for not telling my mom that. <laughs> but, um, you know, I was just patient. I, I couldn't do anything else. I had to be patient and, and, and mindful and, and trying to just say this is all part of the process and keep my eye on the bigger picture. And sure enough, here we are. You know, like uh, it's, it's a story now. It's, it's a big part of my past. Um, I have some challenges that linger from it, from all the chemo that we spoke about earlier. Um, but it's always, it's, I keep it in perspective. It's better than having leukemia. And so, you know, I give back in any way I can to families that have to go through that, patients who have to go through that, uh, organizations, hospitals. Um, it's just a privilege to be able to share my story. And if it gives people hope, uh, it's just so humbling that, that me, that who am I, you know? thank god you've overcome it and you know your past can now serve as helping someone else's future yeah you know it's it's beautiful that i love how you've taken this and you know number one had a great attitude through it uh, i mean mine mind body business show it's a perfect example you know a powerful positive yet flexible mindset not just success mm -hmm. in business but right here's an example success in life success in overcoming mind is so unbelievable our minds are so powerful that if people just realize that and they get an illness if they just kept their mind it's hard to do because oh, yeah. you're thinking i'm dying i got a i got a deadly disease so it's like it's not easy but if you have trained yourself which dan obviously has to always see the good and the positive wherever you can then you're more likely to come out of something uh, in a positive way than the other uh, my gosh, what, thank you for sharing that, for being vulnerable. And the real beautiful part of that is hopefully those that uh, happen on this show, um, maybe later after the live, after it's recording in the podcast, someone will be impacted in a positive way and maybe even reach out to you. Would you be open to chatting with them and saying, Absolutely. hey, if you want to time? I knew the answer would be yes. 100%. You know, you know that. It's 100%. You know, you can email me. You'll you share my email, I'm sure, with everybody. everybody. You can email me. Email me. Um, we can hop on a call. We can talk. We can email whatever you're comfortable with. I'm more than happy to connect with people. And you're you're a gem of a human being and a wonderful man. And I'm so mm -hmm. grateful that our paths crossed. I don't even remember how they did. I think you were referred by a yeah. past guest. Um, yep. It's interesting. I have so many amazing people on here. Uh, I get to know you guys, uh, all of you, like in the half hour before we go on the show. It's amazing how much synergy there is with each and every person. It's it's just, you guys are amazing. Entrepreneurs, successful. There's a reason. And so the other part of that whole story and lesson is Dan's a human being. And, you know, even though we're talking about how enormously successful he is, it doesn't mean his life has been perfect. It doesn't mean he hasn't had trials and, and hurdles. And I, I'm so appreciative that you were able, you know, willing to, to tell that story so that others can realize, oh, man, well, I've got it a lot better. Uh, what's holding me back? What, yeah. what are my excuses? Right. We all have them. I have them still to this day. They're just not nearly as often or as big anymore. And they're trampled pretty quick uh, because <laughs> they get you nowhere. But 
yeah, it's a, you, you become a great testimony to what it means to get where you are and to continue where you are. Uh, life's a journey. You know, we're still we're we're still going to have setbacks as we get older, if we move through this life, whether it's ourselves or people we love. Um, just keep that positive attitude because you're you're seeing the prime example of what can happen when you have the right mindset in place. That's why mind is the first word of this show. And I'm not I did that on purpose. It is the cornerstones, the foundation of your level of success or lack thereof. It's all what's going on between here has nothing to do with what's going out there or anyone else. You cannot blame your situation on anyone else. I'm a firm believer. Um, I'm curious. Do you, do you agree with that part, Dan? Oh, yeah, without question. I, I My favorite quote ever, I believe it's John Maxwell. He said, your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. <laughs> that always that stuck with me. That resonates with me. So it's so true. And you're like, you know, you said earlier, if someone says they never made a mistake, then they're either lying or they're a brand new baby. But uh, we're always, and we, we still like, you, you know, you're going to still have trials and tribulations as am I. I don't expect my life to be perfect with no issues. It, you know, if you expect that, you're going to be disappointed and, and pretty regularly. We, we just go through our trials and tribulations and we come out stronger and we persevere. Um, so it's important to just realize that, that it's, it's going to just be a constant effort to persevere and that's how you're going to get ahead and be successful not by laying down and giving up it's just going to be by fighting through it keep going keep the attitude strong and give your best every day i love that because it comes down when it comes down to it every one of us every single person no one is out left out of this has a choice and their choice is look you're going to have circumstances that hit you and they're not always going to be good it's all about how you react to those yeah and you have you everyone to a person has the ability to choose and so there's another quote i love i don't even know where this came from but i've taught it from stage many times and it was you can either let your circumstances control your attitude which many do or you can let your attitude dictate your circumstances it's like uh, it's raining outside and you could have one person going, God, it's wet and I'm miserable and I'm soggy. And the other person's like, oh, this is awesome. We need the rain and it's going to help us grow plants. And it's it's an amazing smell. And it's the same rain, but it's a different reaction. Um, that's and that's why you are where you are right now, Dan, not just in, in business, but you're on this planet and still above ground, living, breathing and helping and serving because you chose to let your attitude dictate your circumstances. And I commend you for that. Thank you very much. Agree and, I, and I thank you for living the example so that others can model success. Remember, we talked about that at the beginning. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, oh my God, it's 6:20. What is going on? And we got a minute left, but <laughs> a little bit longer. Um, there's one question I like to close the show out with, uh, Dan. I, it's kind of my go-to uh, with um, all my guests, and it's a it's a very profound and deep question, uh, and it's just been powerful. I started asking. I asked it several times just kind of randomly uh, in the beginning about, I started this show about three years ago. So in the very beginning I was asking, I'm like, wow, these are pretty interesting answers. So I started asking the same question to end every show. It's, it's just been phenomenal. I've been so blessed to be able to be on the receiving end of all these incredible, amazing answers. Uh, but before we do that, I promised everyone, I didn't forget. So I'm a man that lives by my word as well. Uh, just like Dan here, I did promise that I would let everybody know how they could win a five night stay 
a five-star luxury resort. Uh, all compliments of the Big Insider Secrets. And so take a look at your screen right now. This is only for people that are watching live, just to be clear. What you can do now is get out your browser. Uh, this is one of those times where you get our permission to take your attention away for just a moment, long enough to get onto a web browser and put in this URL. It's ryp.im forward slash vacation, all lowercase. Uh, RYP stands for the name of my company, Reach Your Peak, to make it a little easier, ryp.im forward slash vacation. And guests of the show are welcome to enter as well. Hint, hint, wink, wink. ryp.im forward slash vacation. Dan can win too. And this is sponsored by The Big Insider Secrets uh, and Jason Nast. And go ahead, enter that. It is an amazing, amazing thing. We've given out one of these every single show. Do that right now because we're coming back to Dan. We're going to wrap this show up with one of the most profound questions I've ever asked of my guests. Are you, uh, you think you're ready for that, Dan? I hope so. I, hope so. <laughs> I love it. Well, a couple of things to help ease the 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 tension, maybe, or the uncertainty. And that is there is what I found, there is no such thing as a wrong answer to this question. It it flat out doesn't exist. And then the exact opposite is the truth, is the only correct answer is yours. And so it's unique to you. That's the only thing that makes it kind of personal. It's just that it's unique to you and it's yours. And the other part is some answer it like they have it on the tip of their tongue. They're ready. Others may take a few moments to ponder. Once again, either way is completely correct. There is no wrong way to answer either. So given all that, now that you can just take a sigh of relief and go, okay, now I, I can be comfortable. Now are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here we go. Dan Barley. How do you define success? Success is giving 100% of yourself every day to the causes and efforts that you believe in the most. Booyah. Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dan Barley. He is the man, the myth, the legend. I am so supremely blessed to have been able to meet you, even though it's been virtually. I appreciate you for coming on, Dan, so very much. Um, no two people have answered that question the same way, and I've done 100 and I lost count, 60 plus shows. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? No That's two people have answered it exactly the same way. The other cool thing is no one has made money the center of their answer it's uh so money can help give you freedoms but people don't want the money they want the money what the money can help them to achieve which is the liberation and, and the things that you just mentioned which is you know 100 of yourself giving 100 of yourself it, it's like i love it because everyone's answer is different and unique and all that. Yeah. so with your permission later on dan down the road what I'm going to do is compile every one of these answers and do a collaborative book. Uh, I would like to add yours to it. If you're going to be, I'll, I'll reach out to you again when that time comes. Yep. Uh, but then now you'll become a best-selling author. Isn't that cool? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yes. Thank you so much. If you're not already one, I shouldn't have presumed anything. You I'm might not, not yet. I've been <laughs> okay. asked. People have told me I should write a book on my leukemia journey. 
as an inspiration. I haven't gotten around to it yet. Maybe you can help me with that. Oh, that that would be powerful. I mean, you've been through a lot. Jeez, uh, yeah. Louisa. And God bless you, man. I'm so glad that everything is on the up and you're you're doing better. You you, you got the dream. Uh, you've got the family, uh, the wife. Um, it's fantastic. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, and you so people much. like you need to be on this planet for as absolutely long as possible so that others can cross paths with you and learn what a real person should be like and act like and and um, just look up to you and pattern and model who you are because Thank you've you. got it right in my humble opinion. And I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Oh, this has been this has been fun. It's been and now it's becoming a love fest, a bromance. Here we yes. go. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll end it there before it gets too crazy. Uh, <laughs> but on behalf of the amazing Daniel Barley, I am your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. We will see you again next week with another fantastic episode. Until then, so long, everyone, and be blessed. Take Thank care. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com.